Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You know, right. I'm looking for that good faith, and I'm not seeing That's what If I'm Penny, I would want a guy that that I think is, okay, starting to make right decisions. Right. Then, then to like, me, I made okay, a mistake. I hey, messed I'll, up. I'm going to own and, that. And you can come under my wing for a couple of years, and we're going to sure. get you right. That's what. But but when I'm, but I'm looking at signs care, like this man. before, and this kind of lack of judgment yeah, man. in terms of decision making, that doesn't go along sort of with what I'm looking for well, cause, from Because what Penny has to understand, too, is that there. I mean, it's the guilty by association thing. Like, he's going to get judged for the decision around Mikey Williams, right? Like, He's going to be, um, you know, wh- wh- why? Why is Penny bringing that into his program? Why is you know why is Penny? Uh, you know, that, man, that's just part well, of. It'd it. be one thing if you need it. Exactly, they like, don't need like it. Nate Oates and the whole brand. You know, Brandon they Miller and all Brandon that Miller. mess. Yeah, that that's what he needed, yes, dude. You don't point. need Mikey Williams play. anymore. He's forty ninth of the country. To Penny's credit, he doesn't need him anymore. We ain't even talking no, about a five star lock to be drafted. But I don't necessarily. I don't think it's necessarily either. Have a press conference and say we're cutting Mikey Williams loose. No, you just, uh, that's you fair. You get to a point where this thing, the law determines it for you. But I think and if, you could say you had his back until right. But I, I think if you do have a press conference in the in t- in the meantime, in between time, and you're asked about that question, I think you could be transparent and say, oh, easily, you know, hey, we we just we're moving on. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and I think that I think that might be the best thing for Mikey, clearly at this point, because you know if he just sort of thinks that oh no matter what things are gonna work out for me I can act however the hell I want to act and I'll still have a spot at a, at a at a high major bro like no like there need to be consequences for this stuff, you know and we'll see what happens with the actual charge. I mean he's not guilty, so that but I'm just saying if I had a felony charge I can tell you uh, especially a gun charge I would not be on social media portraying a gun. To a police officer's head, no, like is that gonna like? If I'm his attorney, I'm resigning from the case. You know, I don't want any part of this because I have no case here. Well, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to get you a deal here. Come We're on, trying to man. get the yeah. Make, like help yourself. And if you won't help yourself, how are you going to help a team? Yeah, Mikey looks like he does what he wants to do. Exactly. They, it's Mikey's world, and that's just not the one I want to live in. If I'm Penny Hardaway, it ain't worth it. If he was Kobe Bryant. You know, you Michael can, Jordan, I'll make some concessions, bro. We can, we can, we can build this thing out like Wayne's World if you want. If you're that good, but he ain't. He's 49th in the country. No. Yep, I'd rather, like I'd Nolan r- Dennis. I'd rather have Joseph Cooper than Michael Williams at this point. Ain't no doubt about it, man. Joseph Cooper's gonna help my team because Joseph Cooper knows the rule he's here for. If, if that's indeed the case, kid, right. so he's walking on. He knows what he's here for to be a, a part of something. Exactly, like you said, Mike is Mikey's world, bro. Yeah. I ain't trying to get in your world, nah, dude. When I got, all I'm these- trying to actually pull you out of it. I'm trying to get you to a to a, the real one, you know. Join us. This whole emo thing about I don't care, I don't care about nothing. Writing's on the wall. Nothing matters. It will, it will, young man. Anyway, uh, I ho- I hope he I hope he 
learns and grows, you know. Uh, well, but, that, me too. We were, we were all hoping for that. These aren't good signs. But I would say at this but, point, I hope that happens. Especially at a time where you're supposed to be trying to join the program right now, get enrolled and everything yes. else, and you can't because you got the yes. only charges. I would say I hope that happens away from Memphis at this point. Um, and I think that's the best thing for, for all involved. Anyway, um, that's the latest there. Uh, a potential addition and a potential, as we've always saw, thought, and it only keeps making that decision easier and easier, departure. And again, we feel like Joseph would probably be walk-on status. Exactly. Not saying yes, we're replacing yes. Mike. But a new face, a local face. Indeed. Yeah, well, a, a good one. An old friend, uh, as we know. Uh, hey, you want to get better at the game of basketball? Yes. You want to focus on your game and watch that happen and improve? Shoot 360. 85 Markinson Drive in Cairo is the address. The technology there is uh, it's, it's impeccable. It's cutting edge. Um, I saw that they are opening one, uh, as a matter of fact, in Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska. It's coming. This thing's exploding around the country. Why? Because it works. Technology there is the same technology that Steph, who uh, Jason considers as the second best point guard, to maybe third or fourth. Best or fifth, shooter of all Depends whoever, whatever his ranking may be. We can all agree that he is simply just the greatest shooter of all time, and he uses shoot three six. So if it's good enough for Steph, it should be good enough for you. Eighty five Market Center Drive in Cairo. What you're gonna like is they got a ton of great membership options. So as a parent, as an aunt or an uncle, you can rest assured you're not gonna be paying an arm and a leg to have your kid there, and they're gonna be getting better. We've got the school season coming up here soon. It's the perfect time to get him in now, get him as a part of this program. They've got the development coaches. They've even got the weight training to go with all that state of the art equipment that's gonna help with the shooting. The ball handling, the passing, huge video boards. You can get real-time feedback. Just just get there. Just see for yourself. Walk in to get your face in the place. You're going to absolutely love it. We call it the future of basketball training. The thing is, the future is right now at Shoe 360. Go see them at 85 Mark Center Drive in Cairo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I know that the market is ever-changing, ever-evolving, could be confusing. Good time to buy, good time not to buy. What do you do? That's where the Live Love Memphis team comes in. They get results. They're going to help you get multiple offers on your home, help guide you through which the best decision for you is, and everybody will be happy. That's the way they work. It's the way they've always worked. Reach out. Sold to LiveLoveMemphis.com. Yep. Live Love specializes in making you happy because they're going to get you the most money for that home, even if it's a home you think well, you're not going to be able to get that Jennifer Carson for this home. She's going to prove you wrong like she did me. 
Uh, and even if you think your home should be sold, certain amount, nothing less, yeah. Ask Jennifer Carsonson. She'll tell you if you're right. Maybe you're a little wrong. Maybe you should go a little higher. The issue is you're not going to be on the market for the wrong price. Uh, have to decrease the price over uh, over months and weeks like we've seen in so many instances. 625-5200. Uh, don't let assumptions or fact that you can't don't think you can afford a mortgage keep you from making the call. She specializes in helping first-time home buyers and if there's a path for you to own a home, get out of that renting situation. She's the one that's going to help you find it. Again, 901-625-5200. They're the best. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the Real Estate Agency. Uh, definitely going to be on the grill next weekend. I don't know about you, John. A big Labor Day weekend coming up, but I've got work to do on the grill even before then. We'll do it every, we do it every Monday right around this time. I get on that big green egg, I pat out the burgers, and then I season them with a great deal of respect. Let's do that now. Now, it's time for the Jason and John Show, Respect Burgers. Sizzling Respect Burgers, served hot and fresh from Jason and John. Well, if you're going to make your Major League Baseball debut, this is certainly the way to do it. Hunter Goodman, the former Memphis Tiger, the former Arlington Tiger, made that debut yesterday for the Rockies after tearing it up uh, for AAA Albuquerque. And, man, was he outstanding in a 4-3 win for the Rockies that he had his fingerprints all over. Again, former Tiger All-American got the call up on Sunday Triple uh, A Albuquerque had been hitting 371 with nine home runs in 15 games. He goes two for four yesterday with a run batted in and a run scored. Also got the final out in that game. Was absolutely outstanding. And for uh, for for Bud Black, the Rockies manager, who oh, by the way was managing his thousandth game with the Rockies, uh, it was exactly what he told the kid to do: go out there, uh, take in the sounds. He said every single moment. Don't take it for granted. I imagine that's the speech that you give to a lot of guys uh, that are in a position like Hunter Goodman where they've been called up late in the season. Uh, no promises, nothing like that, even for a guy who's been hot in AAA. Uh, although, you know, he's projected as the number 12 prospect in their organization. So uh, many have hoped for good things for Hunter Goodman, but there are no promises. And so uh, you, you live in the moment, and Hunter Goodman did yesterday again going two for four. Cool thing is, is they open up a series – at home tonight, this was at Camden Yards yesterday against Bennett's Baltimore Orioles. They got the win, but they open up a series at home today against the Atlanta Braves, the NL leading, I believe, still uh, Atlanta Braves who come into Colorado. So he'll make his home debut, I'm hoping, uh, tonight after, again, starting uh, batting sixth yesterday and going two for four. Shout out to the former Tiger, former Arlington stud who's going to be taking on another local stud, local product in Austin Riley. Uh, DeSoto Central and uh, Memphis raised, obviously, Austin Riley be taking him on. So, shout-out to Hunter Goodman. Oh, t- by the way, Thomas Harding, former CA yeah. uh, stud, writer, uh, been there a long time, now been with MajorLeagueBaseball.com for a long time. He's actually got the story on Hunter Goodman. So, there's always a Memphis tie, John, always. as we say to sports stories. Uh, another one, we've been doing a lot of goat talk, goat uh, talk. around here of late, uh, particularly as it applies to uh, – we talked a little Tom Brady earlier – uh, we talked who's the greatest point guard of all time. We do it quite a bit in sports talk radio. There is no denying, especially after she won a record eighth U.S. Gymnastic champion, gymnastics championship over the weekend, that Simone Biles is the GOAT of women's gymnastics uh, in American history. She became the oldest woman at 26 years old to win a national title since USA Gymnastics began organizing the event in 1963. 
uh, she did. Uh, Two-day all-around total of 118.4 this weekend in Northern California. Put her four points ahead of the next closest, uh, Shalice Jones, I believe her name was, the runner-up. And what it's doing is, uh, remember what Simone Biles came out of, uh, a case of the, I believe it's called the Twisties, where uh, she felt like after dominating the sport for so many years, she'd gotten her own head, uh, uh, you know, in those twists, uh, what she saw, what she thought of, had gone awry, and so she's had to pull herself, sort of will herself through that and back to that and decide that at 26 years old, when most gymnasts who have competed at the level that she has are starting to fall off or trying to hold on, um, she's decided she's coming back at this age and trying to come back to dominate. What it's setting up is what it looks like is for her to uh, go into Paris next year in 24 and go dominate again. Yeah. Again, you do not see uh, gymnasts at 26 years old uh, still clearly in her prime, and she's proved it now through after a bout with the twisties and everything else. She is right back there and ready again, it looks like, to uh, take over again. A record eighth uh, U.S. Gymnastics Championship now for the GOAT, Simone Biles. Moving on, sad news over the weekend. Bob Barker passed away at the age of 99, the longtime Price is Right host, who John probably knows more for his role in Happy Gilmore yeah. uh, when he knocked out old Adam Sandler. And, my, and, that, and that's the funny thing, and we'll get to that in a little bit. That, that was actually a, a, his movie debut, Bob Barker's was, in that, in that movie where he made the cameo, knocked out Adam Sandler. But you can point to something from that appearance that I think was clear about his career. And we went from 1972 to 2007. As the Price is Right King, I've told you, you know, Drew Carey's replaced him. It doesn't feel the same anymore, even though it's still there. And it's because so much of it was just Bob Barker's grace, uh, the way he handled himself, the fact that he had a cause, get your pets spayed and neutered, he would say after everything else. When he saw, remember that, and did you know this? I, I, I didn't realize this. Um, you know, he quit doing those pageants. I didn't realize this till Jeff mentioned it this morning. I guess it was in one of the obits about Bob. Quit doing those, you know, Miss Universe, Miss USA. I'm not sure exactly which one it was. Right. Uh, but that variety of show because they were giving away fur coats. He was an animal lover. Yep. And the guy would take a stand and, and had a cause. There was no question about that. He would do that even on his professional platform as uh, the host of The Price is Right. What I loved about this show was and where I fell in love with it was with my, my little two-week trips to Missouri uh, to stay with my grandmother over the summer. Many of you all probably had those trips where you shipped off to your grandparents' home. And this was her viewing. 10 o'clock, Price is Right was her viewing. Oh, by the way, what we had right after was Young and the Restless uh, came on right after with CBS. That was all part of our Monday, my Monday viewing with Grandma. And after a while, it's like, what, what made the Price is Right great was that you didn't have to be a genius. All you had to do was have been in a grocery store of late, and you could pretty much dominate that show. You get to showcase, showdown, okay, which one of these showcases is going to have the car? If it doesn't, you pass. I mean, we just got the, the wheel itself. Uh, got that, that became a part of our routine uh, for again, so many. I mean, I was born in '76. This thing was running from '72, goes to 2007. So it's essentially all of my life. Uh, and yes, Bob Barker retired in 2007. Uh, long, I mean, big Emmy winner, everything else in terms of the accolades. You put him up there with anybody. Uh, daytime Emmy Award for Lifetime Achievement. He won in 1999. Record-breaking 15 daytime Emmys he earned. Uh, but shout out to the great one. Uh, there's no question about it. Bob Barker, who we lost Man. over the weekend, and then. Finally, uh, people ask me, Jason, Jason, who won? Who won the Neighborhood Hoop Fest over the weekend? Very successful out at Orange Mound Community Center. If you remember, on Friday we had Sean Williams over the phone 
Uh, we had it was participating for North Memphis. We had Chris Jones up in there who was playing for Orange Mound. Uh, very excited about that event, and it apparently went off uh, fantastic. Packed house. I think even the fire department had to say, hey, can't take anymore. There were so many people there. And in the end, it was the ballers of North Memphis. North! Tariko White, uh, James Justice, Josh Wilkerson, Anthony Jones, and several others were able to hold off that Chris Jones-led Orange Mound team, beat them by three in the championship game. Again, that's after Orange Mound took care of Binghampton. North Memphis took care of South Memphis. And everybody, if, you, if you've gone on Facebook, everybody's already talking about how they can grow the event, yeah. include teams from East Memphis, everything else. I saw my man Chris Crawford uh, weighing in. Uh, but you can put together a pretty good East Memphis team as well. But a fantastic event that went off. Fantastic, safe. Everybody loved it. Had a good vibe. The vibe, the, the vibe was absolutely positive and tremendous. My guy Chris Downey too was one of those orange bound hoopers uh, that fell on the short end. He coaches, helps coach my son yeah. over with the War Eagles. But a bunch of great dudes out there, uh, and it was North Memphis taking home the two thousand dollar prize over the weekend. The first of what I hope will be an event that runs annually here, at the neighborhood hoop fest. And like we said, you got North Memphis, South Memphis. Binghampton, Orange Mound, you're kind of limited there. You could put together an East Memphis team. There ain't no question about it. Uh, maybe even have them high school-centric, but a bunch of ways to do this, and I hope uh, uh, tip of the cap to Chan Douglas of Platform Basketball for putting it all together, uh, such a successful event. Appreciate you doing that, man. How many guys I got to split that 2K with, though? I think, I think it's 10, so it's like $200 work. I mean, you know. It looked like most of the teams had nine or ten guys. You know what I'm saying? I'd have had probably like we'd gone out there with four. You know, see we how much we can accomplish with four. You know how TBT went up for like a million to two? Now, I think they're actually back to one. But oh, you know, at one point how they went to two? I think that we're going to grow the prize money each year for the next Oh, is that what you thought yeah. happened? No, I think that's what the plan will be, John. Oh, you thought Especially they, when you've had some success. You thought they went Because you're trying one. to say 2,000 ain't enough for, two di- for no, 10 saying, dudes. You thought, you thought the TBT going from one to two was because of growth. Mm-hmm. When really what it was about. It, kind of, it went, it shrunk again, though, didn't it? Not? Binomics. Inflation. What's the disrespect, dog? Well, I'm just trying to help you out here, man. I make sure that we're all on the same page here. I'm not going to enjoy this because it's one of our own. It's a it's a gold medalist. How do you disrespect the guy that got a, they won a gold medal? Well, because he decided to use that um, that that opportunity when he after he won Noah Lyles to trash the NBA, and unfortunately. He sounded like a damn idiot when he did it. So he's up there at the podium. He's talking about how he's competing against the world. He's like, and he says, you know, and I love America at times, but I don't, I, I don't understand how when the NBA players win a championship, I don't understand why their hat says world champions. How can they be the world champions in a United States league? I'm the one world out here. champion of what? Yeah, this is it. Perfect. Thanks, Brad. The United States? You know, the thing that hurts me the most is that I have to watch the NBA Finals and they have world champion on their head. World champion of what? The United States? Don't get me wrong. I, I love the U.S. at times. <laughs> but that ain't the world. That is not the world. We are the world. We have almost every country out here fighting, thriving, putting on their flag to show that they are represented. There ain't no flags in the NBA. <laughs> we are the world. Sing with me. 
We are children. children. That's what I that's what I kinda wanted to hear. I wanted to hear that sort of start to to play in the background of uh when you're down and out. <laughs> That's what I was hoping we'd hear at some point, man. Uh, look, I, I understand why he feels that way. What did he win? Uh, I think he won, like, you know, I don't know, some event, bro. 200 at the World Championships. Yeah. I don't, you're, yeah. This is a sprinter. Yeah. So I understand why he feels a certain type of way about that. But what he has to understand, and I think what he's now been educated on, is that the NBA is where all of the world's best players play. It is the place they all aspire to be. Doesn't sound like he's watched. Uh, it is. It is the place where uh, it, you know you you could take the Charlotte Hornets, okay, and there's a damn good chance that they're beating most of the world's teams. I mean, it's just the, it's just the truth. It's where the best of the best play. You know, certainly if you want to say you want to use the Denver Nuggets as an example, I would just that's what I'm pointing to. The Denver Nuggets would so beat every team championship. in the world. You know, not not name the United States. The so, world's best players play in the NBA. Would you, would would did, I don't would, think that's a concept he's not familiar with. Right, like, man, he he did. It, I'm like I'm like KD, man. You see, he said somebody helped this brother. Somebody helped this. Somebody brother. needed to get to him before yeah. he went out there with that take. It's he's not considered when he says there's no flags in the NBA. They right. the world's best players play in the NBA, fool. Right, just just try to put like Real oh, Madrid, man. for example, up against, uh, you know, I mean, just pick a team in the NBA. If the Chicago Bulls, it'd be a route. Come on, man. What are we talking about? We see these preseason games. You know, we see these damn – there will be, like, exhibitions like Real Madrid will come over, Barcelona will come over. They get waxed, you know, by training camp dudes. It's just like he's just not educated. He's just not he – didn't, he, didn't, he didn't know any better is, is the only thing I can say. Right? He's just, no, he just didn't know. You know? He just didn't know. There's that, a lot of folks that don't watch the NBA. Right. Because of po- politics, your China thing, all of that. I understand. Mm-hmm. And we can clearly count Noah as one of them. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. Because he's locked into his world. He's a world champion. National sprinter. Basketball Association. You, you, your life doesn't, you know, it doesn't intersect that in the NBA. And I completely understand. And that's what it sounds. This sounds like a guy who doesn't watch it all. Yes. And realize that, the, you know, yes. frankly, the last two-time yes. reigning MVP until this right. season, Joel Embiid. Now, the I mean, weird, what are we talking about? Luka. The weird thing is when the, the NFL so, says world champions because, like, I mean, it's still technically true. But, like, there's no, there's no other place that plays football. Like, this is Ameri- it's an American sport. You know, whereas basketball is still global. You know, like basketball, they play the same way in Turkey and mm-hmm. in Serbia, and you know, it's all—it's all—it's the same sport. Right. There is no other, American football is American. You know, it's the most popular sport in America, but it's not the most popular sport in the world, and they don't play it in you know uh, Cuba. They don't play it in 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 Greece. You know, so that's where that's that's the one where I, I might listen to you on. How you get world champion? Y'all the only ones that play the sport. Of course, you're the world champion. Mm-hmm. Thirty-two teams professionally play that sport. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that you had a better argument if you're talking to NFL. Yeah, but NBA, no. That's where all the, that's where all the, you know, if you're if you're a great player, you're coming well, over what, here. What Wimbanyama just come to? Exactly. He was in the he was in a high level, you know, French league. Metropolitan ninety sixes or whatever. Yeah, seventy two or sixty nine. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it, I think he's been educated. He's a he's a great Olympian. He's a great American, but but I think he's been educated, and that's Man. all we can hope to do. Somebody help that brother. Uh, we'll come back, Jeff Coggins. Speaking of educated, we'll do that uh, on the realignment situation, on the stadium situation, what he learned from Bill Gar- Hargrave and Laird Beach earlier today. All that and more on the other side. Jason and John, I just turn to him. ESPN.
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Jeff Calkins is the commerce over at the Daily Memphian. Host of the Jeff Calkins Show. Oh, not each We're playing this, Jeff, because uh, I know you're wondering. It's about that U.S. Uh, that U.S. Olympian who couldn't understand why uh, the NBA calls themselves world champions, and uh, and I just thought they should have just played this in the background of his press conference. You know. Well, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm, I did see reference to that story, but I haven't spent a lot of time. Well, as Michael Jackson said, you shouldn't. It's because it's when you're down and out, and there's no one you can call. I don't. Know, I don't remember exactly what. It I, is. When was the "We Are the World" uh, video produced? When was that? It, it feels like I was in law school. At the, I would think I was in maybe a first year law. No, yeah, it was. I was in law school from when was I in law school? From eighty four to seven. So eighty five. Somewhere in there, I think. So there you go, bingo, bingo. It's right in yeah. there, yeah. March yeah. of 85. Yeah, there you go. We are the world. All right. Uh, we really could have played that at the uh, press conference today. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were going to ask you about Win that. Win together. Uh, Win together. We are the world together. What did you learn uh, from your uh, time with Laird and, and U of M President Bill Hargrave? I just think it's interesting that they had it because um, it's not typical. Indeed, I don't think I've ever seen a deal where the University of Memphis president has spoken before the uh, start of the football season. He spoke, he, he took some questions, and then he went, he headed out to, and I'm sure you both know it as proud graduates of the University of Memphis, to run through the fountain. Like that's uh, symbolically, I guess that's what you do on the first day. You run through the fountain. And so he was, he went off to go run through the fountain. And, uh, so we had him there and we had led there, but it's very clear. Like, I, I think there were some people who may have been confused about what the op-ed was about last Friday and about what this is about. And it could not be more clear. What is about is they want, and they each said it multiple times. Yes, they talked about conference realignment. They talked about fans coming out, all of that stuff. But what it's about is putting heat on the city of Memphis to give them $200 million so they can get started with their stadium, even if it means that nothing else is figured out. We're kind of, we're tired of waiting. You guys can figure out the rest of it later. Give us our 200 million and we'll go on our merry way. That's what it was about. They think it's important to get this started now soon. Do not delay any further. 
the entire production has been to put the heat on the city to give them their $200 million so they can move on. And will it be that simple? Well, it could be that simple. Um, I think it's shockingly might well be that simple. Um, and I remember like when Jason and I were talking about this on Friday, it felt like Jason, it felt like you almost had your uh, hard, hard getting our mind around it. Cause what it would mean is, and uh, it, what it would mean is that Jim Strickland and the, and the city council would ultimately be saying, we don't care that the Grizzlies are unhappy, that we haven't come up with a financing plan that makes the Grizzlies happy we're going to go ahead and prioritize the Tigers. And that seems to me to be flat crazy as much as, as all of you know. I have uh, lobbied and supported and uh, wanted better things for the Tigers all these years. I don't know how you can in good conscience contemplate, contemplate doing that. Yeah. Jeff, is it clear if they've got a $150 million renovation, $150 million renovation plan, a $100 million renovation plan in Kate in the case that they don't get the 200 that they're seeking? No, I think there, it is interesting. I asked, um, I asked uh, if they had contemplated actually doing any fundraising for this project themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. I did ask that question and Laird said, well, we've gone to the city and we've talked to them about how much, you know, we, you know, we think we would, you know, could possibly contribute, but what's really important is we get our allocation first. Here's the truth. Do you remember in the wake when, when Sam Hardiman did the story about there might not be enough money for, for everybody, right? Yeah. He did that story last a couple, a few weeks ago, last month about there may not be enough money, money for everybody. And, um, um, after that story, everyone at the University of Memphis was pretty confident. Like Ryan Silverfield was asked about it. He was confident. Laird Veach was asked about it. He was confident. Um, uh, uh, others at the University of Memphis. I think they're very confident they're getting their $200 million. Um, they just want it to, 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 to go ahead and, 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 and do it. The problem is it's very clear what's happened here is that they're, they're, the, the city has brought a financing plan. You know, he said, it's like 200 million here. You take that. And then they bring a financing plan to the Grizzlies that involves either some portion of the other 150 million or all of it. I don't really know whether they've conceded that they're not going to have a soccer stadium or whatever, but, and then for the Grizzlies, they've mostly said, and you guys, here's how we're going to finance it. We're going to finance it off of ticket sales at your building that generate this much money and whatever else, and maybe a surcharge for this or a surcharge for that. And the Grizzlies have said, yeah, that doesn't work for us. What, what's your, what's your planning doesn't work for us. We, we don't think that's a sound financing plan. We don't think it works, right? That's what's very happened. Mm-hmm. And so, so when that happens, you have two choices. You can either say, well, we'll give you a hundred fifty. We'll, we'll take 50 million away from the tigers and give it to the grizzlies, or we'll take a hundred million away from the tigers and give it to the grizzlies or whatever. Or you can just say, yeah, we'll let the next mayor figure this out. We're going to go ahead with the tiger portion of this, give them their 200 million and, uh, and move on. And, and that's what I sense is, is happening. 
Um, the, in fairness to the University of Memphis, this would be their argument, right? Their argument is this. We've had this plan for a long time. Like we, we, we said how much it was going to cost. We've been working with the city and, the, and on this. Um, we're ready to go. You know, we're, we're, we, we, why should, and, and beyond that, the Grizzlies lease doesn't expire until 2029. And so they've got a couple of years to figure out the rest of this. There's other financing mechanisms. They can figure that out. And that's what we're going to do. And, and we shouldn't be sitting here, you know, held hostage because the Grizzlies say they want more money or because this doesn't work. The problem with that plan is if it were so easy to figure out financing mechanisms that would make the Grizzlies happy, right, that would be amenable to the Grizzlies, that would have the Grizzlies sign a new 30-year lease, why haven't they been able to come up with it by now? They've been working on this since I, the, the money was allocated, I think, in April, right? So what is it? four months ago, they've been working on this. If it's so easy to, quote, unquote, find the money to, to, you know, to keep the Grizzlies happy, why haven't they been able to do it? And so I think this is what I've said. I think if you went ahead and gave the Tigers their money and said, we'll figure it out with the Grizzlies, you know what the likely scenario is? The likely scenario is they would figure it out with the Grizzlies somehow, something. Something would figure it out with the Grizzlies, whether it's Robert Parra kicking in a little more money or rather it's, uh, uh, you know, some other alternate financing stream or whether it's going back to the state or whether it's like they would probably find the money to keep the Grizzlies here and happy. But they might not. And I just to me, knowing how this city has screwed some things up before, the idea that you would have this pot of money. That was given, like when this money was given, and people talked about, oh, well, here are the priorities. There was no confusion here. Like, if you had asked anyone in the city, what's the best, most important thing? Well, the most important thing is the Grizzlies, and then the Tigers, and then whatever, the soccer, the Autodome Park, and then the soccer stadium. Like, every, everyone would have said that. That's the, very clear. There's not any mystery about what matters most here, right? And so the idea that you would take the second thing on that list and prioritize it on the first thing on my list seems like nuts, even if there's only a very slim chance that it's going to work out badly. Why would you open up the chance that it would work out badly? It seems crazy to me, but very clearly that's what today was about. Yeah. <clears throat> if the state didn't say 200 of this 350 is for the University of Memphis, if they didn't say that, we know that. You said you got to split it up. Right. No, they didn't specify right, right. at all. And so, yeah. so, so, why are they so hell bent? Why, why do they believe so much that who told them you're getting two hundred of this three of this three fifty? Is the mayor? Like, how are they yeah. so? Uh, they, that's, otherwise, that's, that's, yeah, otherwise they, how could you think you're entitled to a majority of this three fifty that's intended for four projects that you're entitled to two hundred to three fifty? How could you even have that train of, that that you're entitled to that if the state didn't say two hundred is for Memphis, which we know they didn't? Like. Well, and furthermore, you can ask the very simple question of you can't, like, why don't you raise some money of your own for yeah, the stadium? Yeah, like, exactly. Like that, that, that's a further thing. Now, in fairness, I think what the university would say is the 350 was the cash part. There's actually, if you also look at the extending some other tax mechanisms, there was 350 in cash, and then there was financing mechanisms that could generate 
another 250 to 300. So what the, what the university would say is, it seems to me, that if you look at this as a 650 package, we're only asking for 200, and then the Grizzlies get 450. Or, yeah, or but you're, getting, you're getting, getting the majority of the state money, though, and you're asking you're the city money. to You're foot. getting it up front. Yes. Yeah, you're getting, the, you're getting you're, it up front, and you're getting all the upfront money, the state money, and you're saying, Grizzlies, here, you can – Every jaw jersey that sells, you can make X cents, and that'll add up to your, right. you know. And because these just don't right, right now, apparently, and again, everyone's keeping a low profile. And it's, again, a fairness to everybody, it's a hell of a situation to be in. You wish that in retrospect, they'd gone and they asked for specific amounts of money for specific projects. Now, mm-hmm. in, again, and in fairness, the Grizzlies never gave them a number. Like, the Grizzlies never said we need, and, and that's their own fault. Mm-hmm. The Grizzlies never said we need 450. Like they, 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 if they had been clear up front, but it, my, uh, the truth of the matter is, it doesn't matter to me at this point. Like, but so if you want to point your finger at the Grizzlies and saying they're complicit in this because they should have been clearer up front, we need 450. Um, you know, as you all know, the Grizzlies can be difficult, right? Like they're not the easiest to negotiate with, and uh, or even get on the radio. Uh, and so, um, so they can be difficult and I'm not saying they didn't partly make their own bed here. I think they probably did, but this is where we are. And again, if this was going well, we would have had a press conference with everybody there. And, and, and instead it's a university of Memphis press conference to put heat on the, on, on, on the city. And that may be well, it goes. And then we may well just have suspense. We'll move ahead with this project. And then we'll have that unfortunate anxiety that you have hoping because here's with this project, if it didn't work out, you just have Memphis football within its old stadium. Mm-hmm. If, if the next project doesn't work out, then you have the Grizzlies, you know, wherever, Anaheim, wherever you want them, mm-hmm. you know, wherever you want to put them. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it was, it's a little, it's unfortunate that it has come to this, but this is where we are. Look forward to reading about it, Jeff. Thanks for the Thank time you, as Jeff. always. Bye. He is Jeff Cockett joining us every week here on the show. We'll come back, wrap it up. Jason and John, I'm trying to find ESPN. Chris McCulley of McCulley Roofing and Renovations is the man for your job. I know it hasn't been that bad in terms of storms recently, but he can do a number uh, on your roof as well. And if you are one of those people that was affected by the storms of this summer, and you've been going back and forth with your insurance company, call Chris, 487-7096. He can get you the results that you're looking for. He can get you that replacement instead of that repair on that roof. Trust me. I use him every single time I have an issue. The man is a godsend. 487-7096. He's godsend because he doesn't just do roofs. He can do whatever you got, pretty much. Uh, siding issues, window replacement. Want to get those gutters reinstalled because your old ones are falling off the house. About that time of year, Chris McCauley will come out and handle that. No job too small, no job too big can be as simple as a couple of missing shingles. They'll come out and take care of that for you. You're going to be paying the best price, and you're going to be satisfied because the entire job is taken care of. No cares in the world. You can check out the work over at McCulleyRoofingLLC.com. Uh, you're going to like what you see. Again, that site is McCulleyRoofingLLC.com. Call them up, 487-7096. It's McCulley Roofing and Renovations. Uh, man, we got. Uh, I know we, we we got through week zero, and we got some real games uh, for week one. So it'll be the last weekend of uh, of no NFL until uh, February, right, my guy? I guess uh, January, late January, because you have that. It's two weeks before the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. um, and then you know you have basketball. 
and, and your uh, your sports calendar is just beginning. Uh, I am pl- I am very proud to announce, pleased to announce, I can do that here on the show, right now as we get out of here, uh, that Riley will be uh, starting her first soccer practice hey. later this afternoon. Very she, exciting. She is an absolute beast, uh, completely uncoachable, does not listen. Uh, so she will. Hmm. I, I sort of predict she will be the Mikey Williams of this soccer team. Like she just doesn't care at, at all. all. So she will very much not listen to the the coach here, who I gather is uh, is German. He's a German coach, uh, and so yeah, 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 yeah. He's got some German background. We, we have her with a German coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you know, went with Germany in the World Cup. Going with a German coach. Uh, we're just sort of really embracing that part of our heritage. I you know see. what I'm saying? I see. Uh, but uh, but yeah, man. In all yeah. seriousness, uh, you know, look out. Uh, obviously, we know the World Cup. The women's World Cup team is uh, there's a dearth of talent, and we look forward to helping replenish that in the coming year. So yeah, man, it's t- it's about that time. And uh, I'll, I'll have a full update for you, a full report for you tomorrow. I can't wait to, uh, to hear uh, the report on Riley the first practice. But, again, uh, she does not listen. Uh, and so, you know, that's going to be the, the big key for the coach, overcoming that. It's just pile-ups at that age. It is. It is. Kicking but, in the shins. Right. Just hope that uh, she doesn't come out of there crying. Exactly. Good. Well, you know she's going to be the biggest one now, bro. She is a giant. I look forward to seeing how she stacks up. It should be fun. It's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Jeff Coggins for joining us. Giannato and Jeff, you're up next. Don't miss it. For Jason, I'm John. We're gone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 